This morning, uh, this morning we're on confirmation time. Last night it was Brazil time. Uh, Sarah and I were blessed to be called to be a part of a feast and a fellowship at a home uh, in Madison with several Brazilians. My wife was born and raised in Brazil. It was at 6 o'clock uh, that evening, and B, me never having been to that house, I wanted to get there just a hair early, so we got there at 5.57, uh, and I'd been saving up my hunger all day for this wonderful feast we're about to have at 6 o'clock. 6 o'clock, we're the only people there. There's not a car in the driveway. 6.05, one car shows up, and at 6.10, we both sheepishly finally get out of our cars and go inside. The dinner's to start at 6 o'clock. 6.20, 6.30. At 6.40, I start looking around for loose snacks that may be on the kitchen counter. I can steal from one of the children. 7.20. 7.20 is when everybody arrived and we could finally eat. That's Brazil time. We're on confirmation time. I've got about seven minutes this morning for sermon because we can't wait to confirm you all. So stay with me with your Bibles open, and we're going to walk through this quickly to see this word. We've been reading through Isaiah. If you've been in our three-year Bible reading plan, we've just read Isaiah 58. That's where we were two weeks ago. This week we'll be at Isaiah 62. It is a dark season for Judah. Judah, not Jerusalem, but Judah's in ruins, and yet God always has a word, and God is never done. And it's a word here, first and foremost, about himself. We get this picture of God, verse 1, this picture of his faithfulness. It's in the prophets where we begin to really get the first pictures, the, these vivid pictures of the heart of God for his people, where he begins to talk about his love for them. Some of the sweetest things in a very difficult, Isaiah has pulled no punches in the first 39 chapters. And Isaiah has also said in chapters 50 through 55 what it'll cost for us to come back to God, the very suffering servant, the Son of God, to die for us. But here he is speaking to them in their, in their hard situation and saying to them, I will never stop speaking. I'll never be silent. Listen, it was bad enough, and some of you are guilty of this. Some of you had those grandmothers who had those 50 Remember those pull-outs and wallets, right, and purses of 50 pictures? We thought that was bad, and then Apple created the smartphone. <laughs> They've got a backup of a 1,000 pictures to go through. Oh, let me show you this. Let me sh- I'm never going to stop showing what I can do. I'm never going to stop speaking to you. God does not stop speaking, and God does not stop working. Even in verses 6 through 7, right after our passage today, I'm going to set up watchmen on the wall, and they're never going to stop talking. And I'm going to set them there to never stop talking to, think of this, remind me of what I will do. Who does that? What God does that? Our God does. I'm going to put people there who will never rest and keep calling to me, praying to me, and give me no rest because I want to work. We see a picture of his faithfulness, but also in verse 2, we see a great picture of his grace for his people. I've told you before of my terrible name and the name I've had to live with and all the variations of that name, but can you imagine 
being named Jed I Knight. Jedi Knight, that's a real name out there. Before the product was made, somebody was named Bud Light. That's a true name. You can look it up. My son just got married uh, last weekend. Thank you for your prayers. It was a blessed time. And it's a little awkward, the Love It Mail uh, wedding. You know, those, those two names, Mail, Love It, Love It Mail. How about Looney Ward wedding? <laughs> the Looney Ward wedding. Or the McDonald Burger wedding. That actually happened. At least it was a cheap perception. The dad got off well there. My childhood doctor when I grew up in South Jackson was Dr. Guess. I had no comfort going to Dr. Guess for my medical care. Verse 3. Here was your name. Your name was desolate. And your name was forsaken. But here's the grace of God. Your name is now, my delight is in you. Your name is now, you are my wife. You see that here in Isaiah. You see it in the other prophets where God's saying, I just don't want to be Lord to you. I want to be husband to you. I want that kind of relationship and intimacy with my people. You go down to the last verse of this chapter and you hear him say, your name shall now be called sought out. Yes, Isaiah has made clear that all of us have fallen short of the grace of God and yet my people will be called the ones I seek out. And not only that, but we've heard Rachel so beautifully sing it for us this morning. You, you forsook me, but I will never call you forsaken. That's your new name. I will call you the ones who are not forsaken. And go back to verse 5. I am the Lord God who will just rejoice over you. And that's the good news of today as these students make their commitment to Christ. Maybe today as you make a recommitment in your life with Jesus Christ, verse 5 promises to us, God rejoices over that. I loved hearing a preacher preach about Luke 15 and he talked about all those pictures of rejoicing throughout those stories of people coming home to Jesus, of God speaking, of, of reaching, leaving the 99, or the woman searching for the coin, or the prodigal coming home, and heaven, oh, there was always rejoicing. And that preacher went on to say, you know, it took me a while to realize this, but I finally got it, that there was a moment when I said yes to Jesus that all of heaven paused, and my name was written on the banner. And heaven rejoiced. Heaven rejoiced over me. He rejoices over you today. He rejoices over all who come back to him. You need to do that today. Today's a wonderful day to do that. To hear this word in dark times, but God saying, I am faithful and I'm a God who offers grace and a new name. But it's not only second chances. In a typo, as I was typing out some notes for this work uh, this week, I had put second changes, and it was a right typo to put second changes because we see our response here. Looking at verse 1 and 2, in our response to his faithfulness and his grace, the answer is always holiness. Until her righteousness blazes down like the sun. That's the right response. As we sang, we sung this morning today about the holiness of God, that's our right response, that I've been rejoiced over, then my life has to be one that looks like his life, a life that's holy, a life that blazes down like the sun. Do you feel like, you feel like that? Anybody this week with a friend or a co-worker say, listen, you might want to cover your eyes, or at least put some shades on, because my holiness is about to blaze down like the sun. God wants to do that. 
And here's the good news. When you do that, what do you see here saying in our chapter today, our verse today? It's not just so you can please me. This is the heart of God. When you do that, nations will see. And that's as hard as speaking of the Gentiles in verse 2. These who are outside, I want you to shine for my glory, yes, but I want those who are on the outs to see. When you and I respond to his grace, when you and I respond to his faithfulness, and we live his life by the power of his spirit because of what Christ has done for us, not only does he receive glory, but the world takes note. For us who have been given a new name, how can we do anything less? It's a good word in Isaiah to a people in a difficult time that he will come with, with his faithfulness, he will come with his grace to give us a new name and to rejoice over us. How can we not respond with anything less than a life that is spent for him? Spent in discipleship, but is spent declaring his goodness and his holiness through how we live and how we respond. Let's pray about that. Father, we do thank you for this word. That you're a God who always gives a word. And even in a difficult and dark time, you are faithful to to not keep silent and to share a word. We thank you for all that your word says to us this morning, and we pray that by your Holy Spirit, we would step out in faith to receive that word. For some of us who are doubting your love for us, I pray that we would receive it. For some of us who are, who are holding back from living fully for you, I pray we receive this word, that you would take our life and let it be consecrated, Lord, for thee. It is in your name that we pray. Amen.